Welcome to A Toast to Rom-Com. This is Marie. This is Allison. And we're here to talk to you today about, is this the oldest movie on the list we've watched so far? So far. I don't know about the upcoming ones, though. Yeah. The oldest movie we've watched so far um, called Born Yesterday. Mm -hmm. It was made in 1950. Was it 1950? Correct. And this is not to be confused with its remake, the 1993 version. With Melanie Griffith and someone else. A couple other people. Yeah. Yeah. Don't confuse it with that. This is the original one. You want to get down to it? Yeah. Usually, I'm not used to this. Usually, we bullshit a little bit, but I'm ready. All right. I'm ready, too. (laughs) (laughs) She shook her head. Uh, Born Yesterday came out in 1950 and uh, stars Judy Holliday, William Holden, who we've seen before in Sabrina, Broderick Crawford, and Howard St. John. Um, it was, was that Dev, yeah, Jim Dever, Devery, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, directed by George Cooker, sure, uh, and written by Garson Kanan, Albert Mannheimer, and that's it. It said three people, but it lied. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it was just Garson Cannon, uh, twice. <laughs> so, for this movie, if you watch it because I'm pretty sure on our last podcast, we totally gave you the wrong movie to watch. Yep. That was my bad guys. My bad. So I own up to my mistakes and that was all me. (laughs) Um, If you've ever seen born yesterday, you know that one of the main characters who the main characters, Billy and Harry are two of them. What? (laughs) (laughs) There's two main characters, Billy and Harry. And there's two Billy and Harry (laughs) are two of the are two of like the three main characters yeah there we go and harry is not quite on the up and up no yeah he he's not it took me a while to get there in the movie but he's i think he's like a a mobster right yeah he's definitely not doing things above board there we go Uh, so the drink today is a gangster martini yes it is one shot of taraka which no idea what that is it smells like cake uh one shot of amaretto one shot of vodka and then the rest is pineapple juice you're supposed to garnish it with maraschino cherries but i'm not a big fan of those same and i was so glad that i didn't see those in the drink <laughs> okay so yeah. uh, we left them off All right. and it does it smell good i think it smells good it, it smells like cake yeah it smells like cake okay i'm super excited about this yeah All cheers right. cheers that's not bad guys Ooh, that's going to go down easy. I was a little nervous because I didn't know what that Turaco was. And Amaretto makes me nervous too, because it's kind of cherry-ish, but it's real good. Is Amaretto cherry? I don't know. It tastes like cherries to me. I think it's like an almond, whatever, but it tastes like for some reason, the taste resembles cherry to me. Okay. Yeah. I I always think of Amaretto, like, like you said, like the almond. Mm -hmm. So I like it. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go in for another drink because yeah, this is really tasty. Yeah, and what makes it frothy? 
It has like a, a head on it, like a beer. What? Head. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bernard. Yeah. Why is this frothy? Oh, it's the uh, pineapple juice. The pineapple juice. Can you shake the pineapple juice? Oh, that's a really easy answer. I didn't know that. Did you taste it? Yeah. Did you like it? No. Oh. Oh. Okay. So Bernard and us are, are opposites. Nah, 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 brah. That's good. <laughs> I was curious. <laughs> like all good husbands say to their wives, tell me what you want me to say. I'll write it down for next time. Uh, so let's go into the summary so that we can further understand why the gangster martini relates oh the gangster has nothing to do with my summary okay (laughs) i don't think that you can say this title summarizes the movie though no born yesterday so this movie is about a woman who's engaged to this guy who's doing shady business deals, but he's super rich. Yes. The gangster, Harry. And he's trying to swindle senators, I believe. And or like bribe them. I couldn't quite figure that out. I couldn't either. It was kind of glossed over a little bit. Mm -hmm. It was just, it was fishy. So they're in Washington, D.C. He's trying to schmooze with some of these high up political people. And he decides that his fiance is too dumb. Pretty much tells it to her and uh, all the time wants her to smarten up. So this guy that interviewed him for something, he like Harry just says, oh, well, that guy's smart. I'll just pay him. I'll just pay him to educate my wife, make her smart. And that's what happens. And there's a romance that buds between the teacher, Paul, and Billy, the wife, the dumb wife, as Harry calls her. Whatever. It's common law. Seven years. That's true. Good call. I wondered if that was a thing back then. Uh, Yeah. So it's basically about um, that stuff. I'm trying to get comfortable and it's really distracting me. (laughs) That whole summary was a train wreck like my life no it's just kidding it's fine um that's it okay i don't have anything to add (laughs) we'll get down to it so unbelievability wise was a little bit of a struggle for me like because Mm -hmm. to me it seemed like this movie should be really unbelievable but i didn't find anything that was that like a couple things um i i mean the big glaring unbelievability to me is that harry the husband hired this random dude to teach his wife to be smart like seriously that's how they say it like she's too dumb she's dumb broad but i love that broad like that's how he talks <laughs> I hope that shows up on the my Siri just went off after after forkity fork fork fuck after Allison said uh dumb broad and she, Siri went that doesn't sound good it doesn't it doesn't um, 
Yeah. So that's the biggest unbelievability that I found like that this random guy that just came in to interview him. He's like, Hey, you're smart. You want to teach my wife how to be smart. And that was my big thing too. Okay. Like how did he come up with this idea that this random journalist who we don't even really know why he was there, like obviously to interview him, but we it was for was it the paper does he write for the paper yeah that's what i assumed um and he was like okay here's here's billy make her smart and the journalist was like okay yeah yeah and it it was like two hundred dollars a week which i i wanted to know how much that was in today's money well and the trivia it said in 2018 like the whole hundred thousand dollar thing it would have been like a million and one hundred dollars nowadays okay so i want to say like if that's times 10 so that would have been like a thousand dollars a week that makes sense for sure because that's a lot of money two thousand dollars a week times 10 there we go that's fine (laughs) a lot a lot i would have done it for that much money hell yeah um and really it was a lot of it was a lot of sightseeing yeah. <laughs> it looked very enjoyable to be honest it was a lot of sightseeing a lot of seeing uh washington dc our nation's capital which is which is a gorgeous place yeah i i need to go back there i haven't been for quite some time and i would like to go with my husband james we we like our traveling and the last time both of us were there it was for a school trip really in college yeah so i i also looked at this movie as not just like a romance between paul and billy but it was really like a romance with washington dc oh yeah and like that's a good way to look at it the foundation of the nation because they do talk about that Mm -hmm. a lot in this movie yeah Uh, go ahead no, I was going to like try to liken it to Mr. Smith goes to Washington, but then I wasn't quite sure how to do that, except they're both set in Washington, D.C., and I think there's some sightseeing. So uh, I've never seen that movie. So. <gasps> You've never seen Mr. Smith goes to Washington? I don't even know who's in it. Jimmy Stewart? I didn't know that. She's my first guest. <laughs> no, you bite your tongue, Bernard. <laughs> Fuck. James is your first guest. You're in there. You have to be there. Us damn millennials. We we own it. Okay. So we own Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. You can go home with it tonight if okay. you'd like. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, it's a very good movie. Okay. Um, We've really, like, we really like old movies, Bernard and I. So we've tried to amass a bit of a collection of them. I, I, I like old movies myself. Uh, my husband, James, I think I was his first introduction into like any old movies, really. Oh, it was the same for us. Yeah. You to me and Bernard. Yes. Yeah. You to Bernard. I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Cool. It's a, like, I think it's like for us, it's a family thing. And I don't really know what movie, like whether it's all the Scrooges at Christmas that we watch. Wonderful Life, maybe. It's a Wonderful Life. Like, I don't know. We Somehow our family just gets into old movies. I feel like we always grew up with Cary Grant movies. Yeah. Like from a very young age, I remember watching like North by Northwest and like uh, To Catch a Thief. And, uh-huh. Um, That's a great call. 
Yeah, I just remember a lot of Cary Grant, a lot of James Bonds, which not all of them are old, but like the Sean Connery ones. Mm-hmm. We were watch that. Like I remember that being on in like Kentucky all the time. You can never go wrong with the James Bond marathon. It's true. Oh, Elvis movies as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> horrible movies, but wildly entertaining. Wildly entertaining. Um, I was just listening to a song of his yesterday called Kissing Cousins. And I was like, mm, this is interesting. Huh. <laughs> How about that? That's off-putting. <laughs> um, hopefully they were at least second or thirds. Um, yes. Yeah, so one of the reasons why, speaking of older movies this isn't that old but one of the reasons i don't think i remember this movie like i came in and i was like i don't remember this and i just watched it like two days ago uh the day that i watched born yesterday was halloween and i watched three friday the 13th movies back to back and then i watched the born yesterday right after that and so i think i'm like blending all of them together (laughs) at any point around the jefferson memorial is there jason voorhees (laughs) chasing after them (laughs) (laughs) and billy goes what that was such a good introduction to her character can i tell you like i actually made a note of her like screaming what like that because it reminded me of like us as a (laughs) child like us screaming up to mom or mom screaming for us and we don't go closer we just shout what just shout louder yeah oh that is something that we brought to our household as well (laughs) yes it was very big screaming and i've noticed that I sound exactly like James mom. Whenever I like say what it's always with like a hint of like annoyance, like what? (laughs) Because him and his dad both mumble and I'm like, Oh my God, this is scary. This is frightening. So our, (laughs) to circle back, um, we talked about the movie in there a little bit. Yeah. Just the, the whole journalist, like a very reputable journalist agreeing to try to quote unquote smarten up mm-hmm. a random girl. The only thing that would make sense to me and this thought just occurred to me was it was his plan to try to get dirt on Harry uh, by hanging out with her. That does make sense. Okay. And in the end, I guess that kind of spoiler alert worked out. Yeah. But I, I don't know if that was his plan. Like, I guess that would make sense if you think about it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have, I have a huge like thing start in here for unbelievability, but I don't know why. The note reads, maybe you'll be able to okay. like, remember something. Lay it on that me. was It was towards the beginning. So that was quite a scene with the girl and the lawyer. Very uncomfortable. The girl and the lawyer. So Billy and the lawyer, maybe? Are you talking about the congressman? No, the lawyer. Jim. Jim. Oh, that she's signing papers, maybe? And she doesn't know what she's signing? Well, my note before that says, why is he asking about his bank account? So it it had something to do with the journalist because it was Paul asking how much... And then there was a scene with Billy and the lawyer. The lawyer is Devery, right? Yeah. I just remember Devery like forcing her to sign shit all the time and she didn't know what she was signing and she didn't care. I also did not understand that. I wish they explained it more because I kept waiting whenever 
at towards the end, whenever Paul stole the papers because she smartened up, she wanted to know what she was signing. She wanted to understand it because she didn't want to do anything illegal or unethical. So she really had a 180, which I enjoyed. So I wanted to find out what, like I wanted Paul to like tell her what the papers were. Like I wanted to know exactly. Yes. The only thing that you comes out of it, like she's always signing these papers, always signing these papers. The only thing that I, that could glean from what they said was she's signing these. And so she owns some of his steel yards. Yeah. But why would that be illegal? That's what I don't understand. I don't either. Yeah. I, I really wanted to know. It was like, um, the movie what's up doc whenever i really wanted to know what those top secret files were (laughs) the whole time in this movie i was like what is she signing i want to know what she's signing it had to be serious since he like beat her up that was tough that was uncomfortable probably i mean as domestic abuse tends to be no yeah but i i note that i wrote and i guess maybe in that time it was more of a believable occurrence but i was like why are all these men in 50s movies always hitting their women Uh, yeah carrie grant's a big woman hitter yeah in the movies he is which which one like uh fuck what's the name of the one where he pushes her face down what Uh, it's something with katherine hepburn i think katherine hepburn philadelphia story maybe never seen it it's on this list though oh I'll get there. Okay. So like in the opening scene, he like face palms her and pushes her down oh to the ground. <laughs> um, Father goose. There was a, he slapped her across the face once and then she cried. And then another point in the movie, he slapped or vice versa. He slapped her. She cried. And then at another point he slapped her again and then she just slapped him and he was stunned. I don't know. Lots of slapping. Lots of slapping. That's what that's what happened in this movie too. It was a lot of slapping. Just twice. That's enough. That's and enough. then he like threatened her with a backhand at another point. Yeah, because she didn't want to sign without reading the papers. Oh my God, Harry was such a big bully. He it, was terrible. It was. So what did? <laughs> remember the part of the movie where she meets the senator and his wife. And she like makes excuses, goes in, and then she's just like bebopping with the radio. <laughs> I found that to be unbelievable. Like, no matter how dumb you are, like you're gonna know you can't go into the living room and just. That's literally what she did. Yeah, she wasn't singing words. No, she was just making noises i wanted to know why they wouldn't let the poor woman have a drink i know it's like is something happened when she consumes alcohol that she like says shit that she shouldn't be saying it's like let the girl have a drink she just wants a drink (laughs) it's not fun for her in dc let her live a little it gets fun for her in dc though baby oh yeah um so i don't know if this gets ahead of us do you think her voice was unbelievable no okay because i think that's her voice (laughs) i thought it was a little bit of an act no that's that's actually her voice okay because again in the trivia it said like during like testing with the screens Mm -hmm. the audio people messed with it (gasps) to get it to sound better and then the director was like stop doing that because it makes it not funny yeah um 
Is she in anything else that you've ever seen? Mm, I don't know if she's in anything I've ever seen. She's in another movie. She's in a Cary Grant and Catherine Hepburn movie called Adam's Rib. Okay. And apparently, like, that's another movie where she's really funny. Oh, okay. Um, But I've never seen it. Uh, She's in a movie called Too Much Johnson. What the hell could that be about? Definitely not a porn made in 1938. You never know. <laughs> and can there be too much Johnson? I don't think so. Good question, though. I would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you know James found this whenever we were watching the movie? Uh, she has an IQ of a 170. Well, had an IQ of 172 in real life. No, I did not know that. Yeah. So she was a genius. That's crazy. Right? Yeah. Well, uh, this was one of the movies where James <sighs> sat down next to me as I was watching it and he had his phone out and was goofing around on his phone. And then slowly it becomes, you know, he'll look at his phone occasionally and then he'll just put the phone down and he got really into it. Bernard fell asleep within 10 minutes and yeah. did not wake up. Adulting is hard. <laughs> sometimes you just need sleep <laughs> it's hard i don't know if we mentioned this i really enjoyed this movie i need to see it again really yeah i i wasn't sure about it um and i think part of it is because some like i said some of the plot i didn't understand what was happening with why he was crooked and what she was signing. So I would want to see it again. Like the whole thing with, Oh, well I thought it was unbelievable that Paul would agree to smarten her up. Oh, well maybe he's just digging for more information through her. Like, I think I, I missed some of that stuff. Yeah. Are we done with unbelievability? I think so. I, I really didn't have a whole lot. Same. Did you, well, here's one last thing. Did you see the size of the doors in the hotel room? No, I did not notice. <laughs> They're wide ass doors. And I have never seen anything like that in my life in a hotel room. They were like at least the size of two doors put together or at the very least one and a half. I was very interested to know like what hotel that was that one. I, I understand they got the whole like floor or whatever, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but then there were multiple stories. Everything was connected. They had like backways into everywhere. The shouting from window to window. Yes. That was great. It was. What? <laughs> uh, so obstacles to Paul and Billy being together. I think these are pretty clear cut. She has a fiance. She has a fiance. Yeah, she is a fiance. He's a crooked fiance. And to start, I don't really think she cares that he's crooked. No, I mean, I, I just think she's really um, not aware of anything. Like, she doesn't care. It's like mm -hmm. she said, and I thought this was really funny. I died for a while. I had to pause it. Uh, he's right. I'm stupid and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't care. She had everything she wanted. She could get anything that she, she wanted. She could get anything she wanted. Yep. She knew how to play it. And if she wasn't smart, what did, what difference did it make to her? Except they wouldn't give her a girl a drink. <laughs> and Poor he took her radio away. Give the woman a drink. <laughs> let her give. have some scotch. <sighs> just, just let her have it. It's boring. What else is she going to do in Washington, D.C. besides sightsee with Paul? 
fall in love. <sighs> fall in love, Allison. Just that's what a girl can do. Washington, D.C., city of romance. Oh, wait, that's Paris. What is Washington, D.C., besides the nation's capital? <laughs> I was just like, going to say the nation's capital. Uh, I don't know. Liberty City? The city of liberty. Isn't that Philadelphia? No, Philadelphia is the city of brotherly love. love. Which, why? Why is it brotherly love? Because Phil, <laughs> Phil is a root word that means love. Wait, are you fucking with me or is this real? It's real. Like philanthropist. Oh. Philadelphia. <laughs> like it just, it relates back to love and charity. The more you know. Yep. Didn't know that. You're welcome. I was like, is it because all the people were friends and they wrote the Declaration of Independence there and they were like brothers? Nope. I've been brushing up on my Greek and Latin roots to help me understand words better. Really? That's what she's doing. Sometimes I do. Oh, good for you. Break down words. Nice. You know, uh, I really liked her dictionary that she had to go to the all dictionary the time. stand. Yeah, that was really nice. Yeah, it was. I You got to give this woman credit. Billy was really trying. She worked hard. She did to, to like get smarter and educate herself. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it was Paul that brought it out in her or if she just kind of realized that her life was shitty and she wouldn't do something about it. If it was the talk about her father that did it like, but something clicked with her as she was starting to learn. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that part. I really felt bad at first. Like when he told her to start reading and circle things that she didn't understand and she like circled the whole fucking newspaper I thought it was going to come out that she was dyslexic oh, or something. No. And I kept waiting for them to like no. delve into a learning disability, but they never did. So maybe that was me just looking into things. But I liked it whenever she was telling Paul that she loved his article. It was the best thing she's ever read. And she knows because she didn't understand the word of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be fair, when she was reading it out loud, I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. And I mean, how much education, how much formal education did she have? You know, like when did she leave school? It was her dad taking care of them. Yeah. The four kids. And then did you get the feeling that she was into prostitution at one point? No. Remember that story about how one time she came home and she gave her dad a hundred dollars. I thought it was from the chorus thing or whatever. I thought that was in Vegas. Oh, I don't know. No, New York City. I guess they would have a chorus line there, right? Like the Rockettes and shit. Or you could just perform there like a club or whatever. Wasn't she? I don't know. No, she she didn't. She did not sing. She had lines once. Seven. Okay. Yeah. So maybe. But again, maybe I could have just been looking no, too much. No, maybe it. because he got mad at her for bringing. You're probably right. That and makes then he sense. threw it away, or flushed it. Yeah, it didn't do the plumbing no good. <laughs> um, so yeah, obstacles. Um, her being her having a fiance. Yes. Is her intelligence any obstacle? You think or like her? I don't think so. Well, like at the, I mean, maybe at the beginning, but towards the end, no, because she really was trying. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. That was pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, sorry. I was just ordering another drink. Oh, nice. Thank you. 
Whoa, don't snap. I'm kidding. I know. Okay. I know. (laughs) You looked at me so serious. (laughs) Thanks, Bernard. I appreciate all you do. (laughs) Thanks for making these tasty, tasty drinks. Yeah, I'm still surprised you don't like this. Taste it now. Taste it now that it's a little colder. See what you think. I'm not going to edit that out. You bitch. (laughs) No, still no go. I think it's, I think it's up there. I think it's up there. So I like it. Sometimes whenever I'm just laying down in bed at night, I think about our drinks and rate them in my head. Sometimes before I fall asleep. Sometimes. Yeah. I think like a good way to like kind of occupy your mind with something that's not important, not stressful. Like, yeah, that's a good idea. Yep. Thanks. You're welcome. I'm going to steal that. So we're good with obstacles. Chemistry. I, I like the chemistry. I, I really liked both of the, I liked Paul and Julie together. Um, I don't know. I was, uh, the only thing I'm going to say, I was kind of confused by their first kiss. I was too. She insulted him and then they kissed. It, but it was like a mutual. Yes. Like they both leaned in. And I didn't understand why, <laughs> but she was like kind of, um, insulting his glasses and then like they kissed and she was like, Oh, well they, they look good on you or whatever. Yeah. And then she kept missing. Sorry. Shaken. <laughs> there you go. Dance it up. Looks like a jig. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's not true. Can I have my turn? <laughs> this is so professional. That's us. Uh-huh. Oh no! And now he can't fucking open it. This is what she karma. Get. It'll get you every time. Oh, I heard something pop. Thank you. It does. It looks like a beer. Like it kind of like settles and. Oh. oh no! There goes my tablecloth. Get in there. Get in there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. I'll just, I'll just bundle the tablecloth underneath it. <laughs> Let it dry and then flip it over. <laughs> that was quite a show. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It just didn't seem worth the effort to put it to my mouth and suck some foam. i laughed into my drink and it got all over my glasses so after the kiss did you notice how many times she missed the light switch she was trying to turn on or off the lights and she missed it like legit six times yes was that because the kiss was so good she was like stunned that's what i took it to mean okay because i didn't think the kiss looked that good well it's 50s kiss yeah, that's true. I, I was not something that I was gonna touch upon, uh, because fifty kiss, fifties kiss. It's just like a they have that code they had to go yeah, by. Yeah, just like that closed mouth kiss, mm-hmm. like tilt head or whatever. But that's it. Yeah, there's no make out, whatever. So I, while I like their chemistry, I feel like it's hard to be really pulled in by a kiss like that, just because. Mm-hmm. There's no like heat. Yeah. 
I like that. I like that explanation that you just gave. Oh, I'm full of them. Here it comes, guys. Oh, boy. Getting some steps. I really like that he has his hand on his hip while he's doing it. <laughs> it's like a sassy bartender. Now he's an Irish bartender. <laughs> Go back to the jig. Oh, that one came off easier. All right, Allison, be ready. Be ready to suck. Ready to suck the foam. Oh, oh. oh you doomed me. <laughs> that. This is not going well. <laughs> Just let it go. Bur- bur- get get Allison a towel, please. Because it's dripping all over. <laughs> I got foam all over me, guys. Don't wipe it off on yourself. We got ta- <laughs> I did it. Oh, I got towels. <laughs> so... <laughs> Just a word of caution based on how vigorously you shake the drink. If you shake vigorously, pour slowly because it will foam up and get on you the tablecloth, the rug, any podcasting <laughs> wires you might have. Thank God this fancy board was saved. Oh, wait. Oh, that's fine. That's nothing internal. Yeah. No foam got inside. No foam got inside. That's what's important. Yes. We were safe. I'm going to keep this towel like a napkin on my lap. So, um, I really like the sightseeing scenes and I thought they did have re- really good conversations. Okay. I was going to ask you what you thought of their chemistry. I, I thought it was good. I Like I said, I like their conversations. I felt like he was never talking down to her. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. And I like that. Because uh-huh. Harry always was. But, I mean, really, she's smarter than Harry. Well, yeah. Harry was... A crook. He was a dick. Harry was a dick. He was a crook. And he himself wasn't that intelligent. No. So the fact that he, like... He he was... He was a bully. Yeah. He bullied billy to make himself feel better mm-hmm. about himself yeah um like when she was trying to talk about thomas Paine and all that and he was asking her about what a peninsula was like okay not the same yeah general knowledge like she's trying to explain something and you're trying to make her feel dumb i feel like he's just trying to keep her in her place and i got but he said he really did love her like all the time and he couldn't live without her did you do you remember that I don't know. I don't remember that exact thing happening. He was like, boy, I love that broad. Oh, like I couldn't live without that like woman or whatever. Like he would say that like occasionally, like after he yelled at her. But he would he wouldn't say that to her, though. No, he would say it to Devery. Mm -hmm. But he wouldn't say that to her. It's because he's a dick. Yeah. Or do you not believe him? That he loved her i believe that she's convenient for him i don't think i believe that he loved her because i don't think that he could love anybody really based on his personality no he's in love with himself it's just like they say he's a selfish guy he only cares about one thing the the watergate boat concert was really freaking cool yeah um but I didn't understand. Remember when they were walking up the stairs mm-hmm. and she wanted to sit down mm-hmm. and instead of sitting in all of the chairs that were set out, there were like chairs everywhere. He spread his jacket on the stair and she sat on that instead of 
one of the chairs. Oh, I thought it was like a concrete stadium seating thing. I thought the chairs were down below. I thought I saw folding chairs set up like right where they were. Yeah, maybe I, I'm I don't wrong. remember that. Okay. I I put I I made a note that it was very romantic that he put his coat down for her so she didn't ruin her dress. Can we talk about her amazing wardrobe? Oh, it was fantastic. She looked great. I loved her glasses too once she got them. Her glasses were great. Um that one outfit, I don't know what it was, what it's called. Is it like an opera coat that like opens and the and she was wearing pants yes i adored that yeah couldn't get enough of it that sequins jumpsuit that she was wearing oh she looked great all the time so fun fact apparently when she was cast like the director or someone from the studio or someone said i've worked with fatter asses after they hired her yeah 50s Wow. 50s guys. Well, you know, Judy Garland was forced to take diet pills and smoke cigarettes and drink black coffee and all that wow, shit. People were treated so badly. I know. Are, st- are still so, but like. But but that was such a period of time that was so, um, well, I, I want to say glamorized, but I know that's not like a thing. What am I, what's the word no, I'm looking I for? No, like, what, like. They're like, they made it seem like fancier. everything was so yeah. wonderful, but everybody was really like sleeping with each other, taking drugs and mm-hmm. having nervous breakdowns and all this shit. Oh, I had a believability factor that I didn't mention that Lay I just saw. All that sightseeing. Yeah. Three inch high heels. Ooh, yeah. No way. Time. Is she being carried? No. So no way. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of walking. Those memorials are close. They're not close together. No. And I know there's a subway or cars or whatever, but we never saw them take one. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, how do you feel about her saying no whenever he asked her to marry him? Paul asked her to marry him whenever they were in the elevator and she's like, no. I don't remember that. It happened. They kissed. I remember them kissing in the elevator on yeah. the way up at the end. Yes. I remember them kissing. And then he asked her to marry him and she says, no, was she serious? Yeah. But they got married at the end. They did. So why'd she say no? I don't know. Maybe she's playing hard to get. Well, you can't do that after you were just like French and some guy. <laughs> well, they weren't. It was very tight lipped. I think when those elevator doors closed, something else opened. Her vagina. It's <laughs> a <So> quickie. <laughs> uh, it seemed like her and Harry had a very sexual relationship, though. Do you remember that one time, like he tried to like massage her shoulders or whatever? He made some kind of remark that made it seem like they were physical, and then he like touched her shoulders and was like something like she knows what to give to me or whatever that makes sense though like being together for seven years living together she travels with him but they don't sleep in the same room maybe that's for appearances they're in washington he's trying to see him on the up and up there's no ring involved that could have just been for show okay yeah yeah harry was just the how about the gin 
like th- when they were playing rummy oh that was so funny with her cards what the hell was she doing I rearranging every single time she put a card down and she picked up almost all of his cards which made me laugh so hard because do you remember we used to play gin all the time with our family and our father would get so pissed if somebody picked up his cards because he was like convinced that it was like all a ruse yeah mom did that all the time didn't somebody do it for like a whole game and just like ate all the cards just to like i don't remember okay I feel like that's something our brother would have done or something. This is why I'm not competitive because <laughs> a couple people in our family are too competitive. So we don't give up. Nope. What happens? Sure. Nope. We don't. Absolutely We're in not. it for the fun. Yep. Um, so yeah, I like the gin Rami scene. I guess that was like true in real life too. They played gin Rami all the time. Hmm. Because she didn't fly. They rode a train to Washington, D.C. or something for she filming. She didn't fly. Yeah. Huh. So, well, maybe that time. I don't know if that was like a lifelong thing. Okay. So they played Jin the whole way there and she beat him like all the time. That's really funny. Yeah. Well, her IQ, 172. But does that have anything to do with Jin? I guess you could count cards. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know either. So we're good with chemistry. I thought the snappy lingo and dialogue with everyone Mm -hmm. was really good. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think even her and Harry had good chemistry. Like I believed it. So did I. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just so sad whenever he smacked her and then he yelled at her for crying because he smacked her. But then she, she had a great comeback do me a favor what drop dead (laughs) that was really good yeah uh why can you answer me why i have written down biggest swindle since the teapot because um i think that was paul and Billy, I could not remember her name for a minute. Paul and Billy um, knew that Harry was up to something. And there was a scandal in Washington. Um, the Teapot Dome, or what was that called? The Teapot Dome scandal. And that was with one of the presidents. And it was obviously huge because the president got caught in one of the scandals. Um, and so they were referencing that to show uh, how big what Harry was trying to do was. Okay. Is that? Yeah. Okay, cool. Is it moment they fell in love? Yes. I feel like these older movies are always so hard because it's very like true love at first sight. <gasps> Romanticized. That's the word that I've been looking for mm, yeah. this whole time because I was say- I was thinking like these movies are romanticized and it's all very like love at first sight like kind mm-hmm. of a thing. So that's why I find this hard because it's like the first time they kiss. Yeah. It's like they fall if you're, in love. If you're ever interested, I think... Um, Lynn, our father's wife, has read a lot about like back then and actors and actresses, so she knows some dirt. Oh, well, dad doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can tell you what I got him for Christmas. I got him. 
Thanks for supporting us, Dad. I'm just kidding. It's fine. <laughs> he doesn't know how to do it. Um, <laughs> he, I got him full service by Scotty Bowers, which is all of the. I don't know. Oh, I'm just saying I don't know. Oh, what you that were is. shaking your head at me like, don't get that to him. No, like, I just don't know what that is. So it's basically like all of the sex gossip and lies of the 50s stars. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to read that after I give it to him. Yes. And then I will have to <laughs> read <Yeah>. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It is hard to pinpoint these moments for uh, for these old movies. Um, for him... I was going to say when she was talking about her father. Yeah. But was, I don't I don't know if that's when she fell in love with him. Because she, you they yeah. kissed and then as soon as he left she was like this is going to be fun. And like she was trying to seduce him a little bit after that too. And I don't know if that's love or if that was just something to do. Yeah. I don't know. But I I think for him when she was talking about her dad because she became like a regular person with a regular upbringing and it was hard and so this is kind of like just where life has taken her Mm -hmm. I don't want to say a victim of circumstance necessarily but victim of habit yeah maybe like got so comfortable like you brought up that quote i'm stupid and i like it sure i'm happy i got two main coats like that's not what happiness is yeah. but to her like just being supported or taken care of may have been um for her i think it's harder for for her for me i don't know well you have to pick something i told you i thought it was like a whole love at first sight thing and oh so you just spent that first kiss yeah i didn't realize that you were going with that yeah. at your moment yeah that's why i went into that whole digression okay i'm sorry i completely missed your moment they fell in love that's fine <laughs> it's not really that important it's not groundbreaking stuff here that we're we're doing <laughs> sure it is uh yes um yeah what's next um iconic iconic scene this is hard Mm -hmm. you go first this time (laughs) i went first last time (laughs) um i think iconic scene would be them walking around i'm trying to narrow it down i would say when they're walking in was it the Jefferson Memorial? And yes. he's quoting the ceiling and talking to her. And they're like in Washington, D.C. He's trying to teach her. They're just, he's saying the quotes. I think that's my iconic scene. That was my fucking <gasps> iconic scene. Oh, you know, it's an iconic scene because we both had the same one. Were, were they holding hands in that scene? No, maybe she was holding onto his arm. Okay. Because for some reason I have them holding hands in my mind, but I'm not sure I'm making them. If that's real or she, if I'm making that. It might have been like the whole escort thing. Okay. Like, you know, like he she was holding on to his arm or something like that. Yeah. And I think I think that as well because at one point in the movie she actually goes back there by herself. Mm-hmm. And to me it was like uh her finding or figuring out who she is. Mm-hmm. And she that she used that to ground her. I like this type of a movie especially for the fifties because it's, it's showing a woman in kind of a good light all in all. 
You know, she's finding herself. She's getting smart. She's reading. She's like becoming an educated woman and she's really doing what she wants for herself. And it's a lot of work. And I think it Uh accurately portrayed that Uh too. Like it's not easy to do something that you're not used to doing and it's sometimes it's not easy bettering yourself either i just i laugh every single time i think about her you know having to look up a word in that dictionary oh my god <laughs> it was all the time whenever she like was saying what she didn't understand it was every word sometimes in mm-hmm. a thing she's like well i don't understand any of it but you know she was kind of unapologetic about that too which is good she was confident with who she was mm-hmm. and she knew it wasn't a secret. Yeah. I was just glad she, in the Amazon caption lingo, she stopped scatting with the radio. <laughs> uh, with Amazon captioning, did you, I, I really liked her sharp size. It was like a very weird noise that I can't even imitate. Uh-huh. Like I can't even try. Yeah. James. Do you remember her sharp size? Would you be able to imitate it? Oh, no. Yeah, it's really hard. But her voice, at first her voice was very grating. Mm-hmm. But I kind of agreed. I liked it at, by the end. I thought it was funny. It was, there were these weird noises. It wasn't like a sigh. She just went like, <laughs> 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 I wish that was in the microphone. <laughs> Um, iconic scene. Do they stay together? I think they do. Absolutely. They got married in the fifties. Like they're staying together. <laughs> they're staying together. I, I liked the ending. Can I see your license? Oh, that's the marriage license. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Right. That was cute. We're doing final thoughts. So I'm just going to start talking here. If that's okay. I don't have any final thoughts for once. So Are you go. fucking kidding me. I know I'm the queen of final thoughts. I got none. That's unbelievable. Maybe something I have to say <laughs> will trigger something okay. in you. But now I forgot where I was. Oh, going shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my God. I had so many things to say. Did you write them down? Not all of them. <laughs> no. Um, so I hate how William Holden. Oh, that's what I was going to talk about. So, I didn't put together that he was the same guy from Sabrina. It's his hair. It's a completely different color. Yeah. And the glasses and all about it. I liked him much better in this movie. I thought he was way more attractive. I agree. I mean, and obviously he's a better person character wise in this movie too, even though like he turns it around in Sabrina and cares about his brother. But I just thought like, how much more attractive he was he also seemed taller for whatever reason in this movie he was taller and it looked like slimmer yeah uh what do you remember what your sabrina was was this before or after this was before okay i think sabrina was 54 okay can look it up the touch of a the touch of a finger i don't i I have alzheimer's i'm forgetting like common phrases all the time it's okay like common sayings we just have a lot on our mind Um, so much so yeah i i couldn't get over how 54 
like much more I liked him or now that I realize he was in Sabrina I can't get over like how much more attractive and how much more I liked him in this movie I also really liked him in Sunset Boulevard I thought he was way more attractive in that too so maybe they just I don't know something was happening in Sabrina that yeah but he was he was a trash human being in Sunset Boulevard oh there's a lot of that going around in that movie (laughs) there's a lot of that going oh if you haven't seen Sunset Boulevard you have it's fantastic it's so good you really do need to watch it yep um we have that on blu-ray <laughs> which why would it be on blu-ray you ask i don't know i, I bought it though okay <laughs> great picture in black and white really makes a difference well, we're holding out for the for the 4 <laughs> you really need to see them yeah and the monkey funeral um how about William Holden also says Washington instead of Washington? Thank you for bringing that up. Hated that. Hated it. And I didn't realize it until like the last fucking scene. Where is he from? I don't, I don't fucking know. Cause that's kind of like a Pittsburghese thing, isn't it? Warsh. Oh, the Warsh. The Warsh. And I, I don't like it when people say that there's no R and Wash. Do you have any Pittsburghese things that you do? I think I do like the downtown. The yeah. Like down. A, yeah. You gotta go downtown. I yeah. think I do that. I do that a lot. And I like can't pronounce things like sour power hour like deaf bell cow. Yeah. Like I can't do sour power. We need to practice our non regional dialect. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Pittsburgh and proud. Yinzer Yinzer Pride. <laughs> I do not say yins though. I do not either. But we have pe- we know people who do. Hey, <laughs> uh, yes, guys. I thought that Paul's one. Li- <clears throat> excuse me. Um, Paul's one liner when Harry says to him, "Work on her, not me." And then Paul says back to him, "No extra charge." Yes, that was great. There was a lot of good one liners in yes. this that you had to pay attention to hear. Yes, you're right. I wish I would have written more of them down because Billy had a lot of them too. Like she was smarter than she realized. Than she was given credit for. Yeah. And I think maybe Paul saw that in her. I liked her last exchange with the congressman. Like, I don't know why you let Harry talk to you like that. And he kind of, it kind of sparked something in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like towards the end too devery was kind of over harry's shit yes what what did he could have been the like the attorney general or something eternal general attorney general yeah (laughs) yep he yeah devery had some good one-liners about like the one about how yeah i feel pretty good for someone who's been dead for 16 years (laughs) or something like that how'd you feel about harry's robe it's wild. It was a wild robe. It reminded me of something. What did it remind me of? Who's that artist that makes those people paintings that are just like outlines of people? And like they're yellow and blue and, and red. Yes, I know what you're talking about. But all I can think of is Cezanne. <laughs> That's not it. Just not even close. <laughs> Henry somebody? I don't remember. Harry? Mm. Golding? No. <laughs> no. Who was that? Henry mm, Matisse. No? I'm Googling it. 
No, Matisse, I don't think so. Matisse is not it. But I don't know for sure who is. Damn it. I was ready to rub it in your face that I was right. No, I knew it wasn't Matisse. Damn it. I got to know this. That's really who it is? Yes, it's Keith Haring. I swear to God. I thought that was Matisse. Hey, that this this guy has a hand where his penis would be, and it's gripping his head. Oh, my God. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. Look at, look, look at his little testes. Look at his little testes. Yep. They're very symmetrical. They are, considering those fingers are not. If If a penis was a hand, is this what you imagine it would look like? No. No, I would think it would be more stubby. I was just going to say, would you picture an arm or would just a hand? I would picture like maybe half a forearm with a hand sticking out. Because I mean, it has to fit in your pants, right? (laughs) Unless you make a third leg for your hand to stick out. Well, what if it would become like a glove and it would have little fingers (laughs) in the pants? Have you seen those Duluth uh, Duluth underwear? I hate those commercials. They have like a separate like sack holder for your sack. I want to say I've seen the commercial, but I can't remember that part specific. Yeah, we're talking about the pouch for your balls. All right. Well, I think we're done. (laughs) What? I'm just getting cut off because I said one thing about not having the same solution for everyone. I have more thoughts. Oh, my gosh. You can't cut me off like this. Okay. Give me your thoughts. I want all of them. I don't have any more. Oh, my God. This movie. Do you have other final thoughts? I have one thought that I wanted to talk about. Did you see on BuzzFeed that High Fidelity is going to be a TV show now? Um, with is it Zoe Kravitz? Yeah, as the main character, and I got so angry because I hate that movie so much. I had the same feeling. I looked at it. I was like, should I send this to Marie? And I was like, no, I don't even want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) This shitty ass movie. Although maybe it would be different with a. I don't know. I don't know. It's terrible. I don't either. I hope there's not as much self-pity. And I was also looking up Thanksgiving rom-coms so we could like do specials on that. And then I saw Hannah and her sisters is a Thanksgiving movie. That's interesting. And that's our next movie. I think this time, this time, (laughs) this time it really is. Were there any other things? Yes, there were several that we can, once we get off, we can talk about. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, do you have any more final thoughts? No, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> if you go to Washington, D.C., guys, pack tennis shoes, not high heels. Please. Yeah. Save your arches. Yes. I actually made that mistake whenever I was in D.C. the last time. I'm sorry. I have one more final do, thought. Usually, this is you. I know. I like Usually it. I like the, uh, the switch. So, towards the end of the movie, when they're like... when. Billy's talking to Harry for like the last time. She goes, I really think you've pulled a boner. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, she said, I really think you've pulled a boner. And I started laughing so she hard. pulled. He pulled a boner? Yeah, like a mistake. Like educating her. Oh. But she called it a boner. <laughs> oh. Wow. I missed that completely. Yeah, so there you go. I 
I liked the whole double negative. That's a double negative because it reminded me of crazy, stupid love. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So until Hannah and her sisters rate, review, subscribe, follow us. Hey, Hey you. Yeah. You, I'm talking to you. Just hit that button. Just hit that subscribe button. It's not hard. You already found the podcast. There's a lot of silence that just happened because three people in this room thought I was talking to them. <laughs> All right, guys. Not talking to you guys. I'm talking to the listener. Just hit that subscribe button. It's not hard. It's not. Drink up. Watch up. <laughs> I like it. Drink up and watch up. Watch up, drink up. Watch I like up, that drink up. T-shirt. Uh, yeah, possibly. And until then, cheers. cheers.